Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Family, I just got a word for y'all today because I had to really repent today to the Lord about watering myself down. And when I say that, I mean, I um, I, I let off a false humility by acting like I don't know who I am. You know, like I, I will... Um, Stoop, how, how, how can I put this? Because I don't want to confuse you. Holy Spirit, give me the words. Give me the words, Holy Spirit. I allow people that are beneath my level to feel equivalent to me, if that makes sense. Like, I, I, I will, I will walk around and, um, like, I be like, not trying to show off my favor, if I shall say. Like, I'll try to walk around acting like I, I, I know I got favor, but to other people, I'll be humble about it. And I'll be like, you know, um, I, I don't know why God keep blessing me. I'll be like that. But no, I do know why God keeps blessing me because I'm his child and, and I was made in his image. That's why. I, I'm, I am his child. I am she. He is I am he and I am I am she. And that's why I'm blessed the way that I'm blessed. And see, the Lord told me to come on here today because I needed to speak to y'all about you don't need to water down yourself for nobody. If a person, if you need to come down to a person's level for them to have a conversation with you, for them to feel comfortable around you, then that's not the company you need to keep. You hear me? In Proverbs, it says if a sinner entices you, go the other way. If these people be like, oh, why don't you come over? Oh, why don't you do this? Oh, you be acting corny. Nah, because I have to shrink back. I have to now bring myself down to the level you're at just so you can feel comfortable. I can't do that no more. I just can't. And like, you truly got to repent. If this is you, you got to repent. You got to tell the Lord, forgive me for not walking into my identity. Forgive me for not walking around in your image, but belittling myself for people to feel comfortable around me, to feel secure around me. If you feel uncomfortable around me, don't then, then it's something that they need to go do. They need to go evaluate, reevaluate. You feel me? That's something that they need to do. Right? And I want to read y'all Genesis chapter 1 cuz this is biblical. This is biblical. <laughs> it's biblical family. Um, let's go to Genesis chapter one, verse. Okay, let me see. Let's go to um, verse twenty six. Then God said, "Let us make human beings in our image to be like us." They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground and everything has that has life. And that is what happened. 
Then God looked over all he made, he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the sixth day. So when the Lord was creating you, when the Lord was creating me, he said, very good. He said, this, this, this one right here, this is very good. He looked over you as he was knitting you in your in your mother's womb. As he you was in seclusion, it was nothing but you and him, right? He looked over you and he said, "Okay, this is very good. This is very good." <laughs> he said, "This is very good." So you should not be acting nothing less than I am very good. I'm not about to, I'm going to tell you why the Lord keeps blessing me because I'm his daughter and he looks favorably upon me. And if you ain't with it, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't understand it, you need to go get in scriptures so you can tap into the favor of God. But no longer shall you belittle yourself, whether it's people you work with, whether it's your friends, whether it's your families, whether it's whoever, whoever. A person, a person walking past you on the streets. You don't belittle yourself to act like you are not who you are. You are the I am's child. So you are little mini I am. Do you hear me? You are, you are the Lord's legacy. He left behind a legacy and you are a part of it. You get what I'm saying? Let me, let, let's, let's turn to the next page. Um, let's go down to verse eight. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. Now I want to take you back up to verse um verse seven. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Listen here. Listen here. I always look at this scripture like Adam that's he said human beings but Adam Adam was set apart we specifically hear about Adam we specifically hear about the breath of life being breathed into Adam right right and I I, I, I always look back at to that the, the breath of life was breathed breath it was breathed into him you get what I'm saying and what Jesus did on the cross, we received that breath of life. So you cannot be walking around acting like you're dead. You cannot be walking around a living, I mean, amongst the dead, like, like you're dead. Like you're very much alive and you have to be with the living. You get what I'm saying? That's how I always look at it. I, I, that's just how I look at it. Like, oh, Adam is just like, I know for a fact. That Adam has the breath of life in him. That he had the breath of life in him. I know that. And I know because Eve came out of him. I know she had that. You get what I'm saying? So I know. I know right then and there. That I got to walk a certain way. Because I got the breath of life in me. I pray that that makes sense to y'all. I pray that it do. Like. Family. We cannot walk around these streets not acting like we don't know who we are. Because I want to show you what happens when you let somebody try to tell you who you are. Let's go to the next page. Verse 9. 
Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The, God, the Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? And the Lord is saying, who told you these things about yourself? Who told you you weren't good enough? Who told you you weren't worthy? Who told you that that I don't have favor for you, that I don't look favorably upon you? Who told you that? Have you eaten of the tree of the fruits that I commanded you not to eat of? Because that is a lie. Anytime you feel fear, because the Lord constantly tells you, do not be afraid. Anytime you feel shame, you got to reevaluate what's going on. Because if the Lord tells me that instead of shame, he will give me honor. And if he tells me, do not be afraid because he is with me, then it's time to reevaluate some things it's time to start looking at the company that you keep it's starting to look at what you let go into your ear gates and your eye gates it's time for you to start reevaluating those things family because i'm here to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth the lord looks favorably upon you but you gotta tap into the within to find it out Yes, I'm speaking it out of my mouth, but you got to go do the work to put it in. You got you got to go do what you need to do to tap in so you can you can see what I'm speaking. Right? Now, I want to talk to y'all about another thing. Right? Because lately I, in my life, and you know, I I know that it's just not for nothing. Like I know it's bigger than me. In my life, I have been facing a lot of opposition, family. Like, a lot of opposition. And I'm just like, I know my guy up there shaking some things up. I know he got his victorious right hand up in this thing. Because the way that things have been going lately, I'm like, like, there's a reason why the enemy is applying so much pressure. It's a reason why um, it's pressure being applied. You get what I'm saying? And I want to take you... To um, hold on. Let me see what chapter is there. Let me take you to Second Corinthians four verse eight. And it says, "We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed." We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. Listen. He says on every side, we press down. On every side. I'm going to go back up there. We are pressed on every side by troubles. But we are not crushed. We are perplexed. But not driven to, to despair. And when, when I got this scripture from the Lord, right, when he led me to this scripture, he had spoke through me to me, right? <laughs> Before I read the scripture, he spoke through me to me. And he said that um, 
The enemy is applying more pressure. So I need you to apply more pressure. He says, I need you to apply more pressure because he's applying pressure. And eventually it has to bust. You get what I'm saying? Pressure, pressure bust pipes. So eventually you want to bust. Like eventually everything that I have said to you is going to burst out because as you apply the pressure and he's applying pressure, everything has to come out. It's going to explode. And you know what is going to be revealed once this pressure busts? A diamond. A diamond. You know, you be afraid because you be like, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to feel this pressure. This hurt, Lord. It's so much. But he said, this pressure is doing something so beautiful that, that you can't even see yet. You you don't even understand completely what this pressure is bringing you quite yet. One day you will understand just why. Just why has the, the, the fire been turned up? Why this furnace is so hot? You will understand it one day. But I need you to walk into your identity. I need you to keep on applying this pressure. I need you to step in my ways, to to, to ask for wisdom, to ask for knowledge, to ask for understanding. Because as you ask for these things, you shall see the beauty of it all. Family, I'm going to read it to you one more time. We are pressed on every side, but but by troubles but we are not crushed we are perplexed but not driven to despair we are hunted down but never abandoned by God you can't be walking around like you an orphan you can't be doing that family because you're not you are a child of the living God the true and living God Your father is the alpha and the omega, the author and the finisher, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. That is who your father is. And it's time. It's time for you to do some unlearning about yourself so then the true you can come and live. You have to know who you really are and what you really mean to God. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. It's the power of God. It's the power of God that he wants to reveal through your weaknesses, through your shortcomings, through your failures. He wants to show his power in that. You know the Bible verse where he says he he approaches the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God. Humble yourself before God. Because when you act the proud, you're like, I got this, I got this. When your hands is too busy on it, God takes his hands off of it because he's saying, okay. So you're the one who wants to question my my wisdom with this ignorance. Remember he said that to Job? 
when he when he came to Job, he said, "Who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance?" So he got to step back because he got he got to be like, "All right, all right, <laughs> you got this, all right." But when you humble yourself and you say, "Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing." Lord, this is hard and I don't understand. I need I need your understanding because I don't understand why why it's like this, Jesus. Now he like, okay, we cooking with fire. I could work with that now. Walk in who your true identity is. Ask the Lord to teach you who you really are. What is your purpose? What are you down here for? Because I don't know if I brought this up to y'all before, but I'm bringing it up right now. Until you are in your purpose, you are always going to feel a lack within yourself. You're not going to feel content because you're going to feel like it's just something I haven't did. It's just something I haven't accomplished. And it's your purpose. You are down here for a purpose. You aren't down here to be um, a male lady. You're not down here to be a, uh, be just, let me say it like this. Cause I ain't saying cause we need our mail. We need our mail, but I'm saying it's more to you than that. It's things that's deeper in you than that. The Lord didn't just send you down here to be, um, a cashier. It's something deeper within you. You have so much hidden talent. You have so much hidden wisdom, so much hidden understanding that you need to tap into. You are more than what the world is trying to title you. If I could say it that way, it's more to you than that. And God wants to show you, but you got to open your heart. You have to lay everything down at the altar. And one thing I was talking about on um, the Zoom the other day was the build an altar within you. God wants us to have an altar within us. And he wants you to just lay everything there. That like Meaning, come to God and say, God, I give you all of me. I strip myself of myself, Lord. And I lay it down at your feet, Jesus. And I'm just telling you to have your way. I don't know what else to say, Lord, but have your way. That's the sacrifice that the Lord wants from you. The Lord wants you to allow him to teach you how to live. He wants to teach you about this life he has given to you as a gift. Do you know how precious your time is? When you really start to understand how precious your time is, you won't start moving a certain way. You won't start tolerating certain things. Because you know that this moment is a moment that I will never get back. This millisecond is a second that I will never get back. This is a moment in my life that I have to please the Father, that I have to commune with Him, that I have to advance His kingdom. This moment right here, every moment is a life-changing moment. Every second is a life-changing second. You won't start tolerating being around um, other people. You won't, I mean, like other people, meaning people that belittle you, people that you got to... You got to 
come down to their level. People that are disrespect you. People that don't see the God in you. You won't even want to spend time with those type of people no more because you know your time is precious. You won't focus so much on TV because you know that, you know, I, it, it's so much within me that I don't know about. And this second I got right here, I could find something out deeper about myself that I never knew. Your, your priorities become different. The way you carry yourself becomes different. Family. I pray that this word bless you, okay? I pray that you just take insight, wisdom, understanding, knowledge. I pray that you just lay it all back at the feet of the Father and you let him just minister to you and just hold you up with his victorious right hand. Because you are worthy of so much more. It's so much God has for you. It's so much that he wants to give you. But you got to lay yourself down. It's so much he wants to do for you. But you got to step out your own way. You have to move out the way. Because it's not you who lives, but it's he that lives in you that does a good work within you. You are just to sit back and witness the goodness of God. So when it's time to go testify, you be like, well, I see Jesus moving my life. He just came down and knocked down these walls that I didn't even know I had. (laughs) And he rebuilt me. He rewired me. That's what I pray for y'all, for that. That you just truly know your true identity in the name of Jesus. That you walk in the boldness. Can I tell you something? Proverbs 28. Let's go to Proverbs 28 real quick. Because I want, I want to ask you, did you know this about yourself? Did you know this about yourself? I'm about to take you there. Verse 1, the wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. Did you know you are as bold as a lion? Or have you been walking around in a false identity and you've been running and ain't nobody even been chasing you? The godly, we 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 go getters. We see it and we take it. We go and we enter and we occupy the land. We don't have fear because we know that God, God is in front of us and He is behind us. So there's nothing to be afraid of. We just know that we have to call things down, and God will do it. We know that God hears us. He sees us. That He will provide the manna. That He will provide the quail. That He will provide the water. We know that he will. So so we don't it's no reason for us to run. We know that God will hand our enemies to us. For uh, for him to let us decide what we want to do with them. Did you know that about yourself? 
Did you know that about yourself? There's nothing for you to fear. Because when you know how much God loves you, perfect love casts out all fear. Family, can I be real with y'all for a second? When I went through my season of brokenness, right? And I mean brokenness down to my finances. Shorty was broke. All I had was a promise from God. And he told me, he said, I'm going to pay your bills. When I ain't had no money to pay my car payment. And I'm like, Lord, I think my car about to get repoed. And God said, your car is not going to get repoed. I got you. Just trust me. And you know what? My bills got paid. You know what? My car did not get repoed. But it's about believing God. Over and over and over and over. He will show you his faithfulness because he did it with me. I told you God done paid my rent. God done did a lot for me. Well, even, even not just, let's not even go financially. Mentally. God came in and he made me a new creature things that I used to do I now see that wasn't right I don't do it like the Lord has just changed me so it's moments when you know the enemy he tried to throw them little lying darts and then I just have to remember how faithful my God has been there's no way that I could have became the person that I am today if it wasn't for Jesus Christ because I see who I used to be but when I gave God my yes and amen, I see what he is making me out to be. You know, we are fin- we are complete lacking nothing. But God is so good that he forms you in front of your face so you can see it. He already spoke you into existence. He already declared what you was going to be. He already provided your purpose. Everything is within you. But God, he makes you a witness to who he is by showing you who you are. As he's molding you on a powder wheel, he's showing you. You a bow. You get what I'm saying? You a bow. Remember we talked about only the potter knows in the beginning what you are going to be. But as you start seeing God shaping you, you're like, oh, this is, I'm a bowl. Okay. And guess what? You be the best bowl that you can be. Because you got a strong man who you are in the father's hands and he just spinning you, spinning you, spinning you. And he just, he just showing you who you are. Believe that. Don't believe a lie about yourself. Because you feel uncomfortable when you believe a lie about yourself. It don't feel right. Because deep down you know that's not who you are. Even when you you think about things that you might have did in your past. And I pray that you be casting them thoughts down in the name of Jesus. Because they've been washed away by the power of God. Because I know you have repented and asked for forgiveness. So it's been washed away. But even when that, that thought does cross your mind, and you be like, that's that 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 was I was just blind, like, but that's not who I am. I see it was wrong. That's what you have to do. That's not who you are. Your past doesn't define who you are. You are your future self. That's who you really are. The past is not who you are, but it helped you push you. It helped push you to become who you are really supposed to be. 
family. I'm going to let y'all go. <laughs> I just love your family so much. And I pray that you just you just go to the Father and you allow him to uh, love you. He got that agape type love. That's that, that's that how a, a father loves his child type love. I pray that you start looking at him like he is Abba. Like he is Abba. I pray that for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> I love y'all so, 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 so much. But let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.